Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to step into your power, find alignment, and create a life that you love using holistic methods, interviews with industry leaders, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host and health and wellness bestie, Amanda Chills, and I'm so proud of you for choosing to step into the root of your power. Okay, welcome back, podcast fam. So we have got, um, I don't want to say one of my favorite guests because all my guests are so wonderful, but I've actually got a woman I'm partnering with. So I guess that like elevates you. I don't yeah. know. Get ready because not only is Caitlin hilarious, she's like dumb, knowledgeable, and she's knowledgeable <laughs> in a way that like explains things so that you understand it. So not like those people who explain things that you're just like, oh my God, what? I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Um, so we are going to talk about the community that starts July 1st that we are launching. Um, hashtag best damn life. Yes. And some movement tips and overall holistic wellness tips to get your body moving and grooving and doing their thing. So welcome, Caitlin. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, In case you don't know who I am, my name is Caitlin Overby. Um, I own a cute little spot in High Point called Willow Wellness Center. Um, I do massage therapy. I teach yoga. Um, and I just have a vision to help people to feel really awesome and empowered. Um, and that's what I'm passionate about. Yes. So y'all Caitlin's spot is adorable. She just repainted. It was a very, it was very green. It was a very green, green. And now it's this really calming gray and she's going to be doing some really cool workshops coming up out of it. With one of my favorite people. With someone whose name rhymes with Mamanda. (laughs) And it's also very cool. So we're going to talk about all those things coming up. Um, But first, like, how did you get into what you're doing? Yeah, so it was um, a very unplanned journey, as, you know, the the good ones are, (laughs) um, into where I'm at today. Um, And I'm just stay open to that evolving because it's taken me pretty cool places so far. So yeah. Um, so I actually started, um, teaching yoga first. So I took some yoga classes at a really pivotal point in my life. Um, where like, I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to do. I dropped out of school. I was grieving the loss of a brother. I just, I didn't, I didn't know where I wanted to even live. Like literally had no idea what was going on with life. Um, and having a place to first just physically take care of myself, like my body helped me to mentally say like, okay, I guess you are a person worth taking care of. So yeah, it gave me a nice, um, place for just overall self-care and to grow like, uh, a more healthy relationship with myself. Um, and then not only did I get stronger physically, but, um, it gave me like just one hour on this little rectangle mat to not run away from everything 
that was life. <laughs> mm. So, you know, when you're in stillness or in a slower space or in a posture, that's really hard that you want to run from, just like you want to run from everything in life. And instead you decide to breathe through it and process. It can be really um, scary, but then in the end, you're like, Oh my God, I didn't die. Um, so I guess like I am capable of doing that. <laughs> and I thought that was really rad. And I wanted to share my experience with others and just um, basically hold space for people to be present. And, you know, I always tell people like, I'm just here to like make suggestions in a yoga class. You can take or leave them. Um, if you, I've had people come and just be like, I just need to be on mat in a place. that's not my house so I can process. And they literally lay down for the entire hour while we all do yoga. And I'm like, I love that. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was teaching yoga, um, quit my full-time job to try to teach yoga full-time. Um, and it turns out that's very hard. Um, so <laughs> I got a job at a coffee shop and this guy walks in and he's like, Hey, do you know of anyone who is interested in going to massage school? And I was like, me, me is interested in going to massage school. <laughs> so <laughs> that's literally how it happened. <laughs> And I, the, that week looked it up, went to the director and signed up. I was like, I mean, I love the body. I love helping people feel good in their bodies. Why not add one more way to, you know, do that? Right. Um, Yeah. So that's, (laughs) it wasn't like, like I said, so like super planned or anything, literally just (laughs) fell into my lap. Um, and I haven't turned back or looked back since. Um, so yeah, I started doing both once I graduated from school and I really love it. I love so many things about that. Um, <laughs> I love so many things. One, I love that. Um, and I say this all the time. So the people who listen to the podcast regularly, which should be everyone, mm-hmm. um, will know when they hear me say this, like confidence and self-worth are a product of actions. It's not the other way around. And I think so many people teach that you have to love yourself to start taking these actions that you have to use. People start with affirmations or they start with writing down. I love my body. I'm, I'm worthy. Like your body knows. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. So they're like trying to have them sprint before they walk. But, and I was talking to um, someone about this yesterday, the other podcast I was interviewing yesterday, that you don't feel like a runner until you start running. You don't feel worthy. And so you start, until you start taking the actions that prove to yourself that you're worthy. It's never the other way around. So I, I love that you walked us through that journey because I don't think it's a mistake that you started taking these actions. You started processing your shit really sitting with yourself and saying, where's the rot? Where do I need to dig it out? Yep. Let me get myself through it, which by the way, is how you build self worth, self confidence. You have confidence in yourself's ability to get yourself through hard times. And there's no other way, but through, right? So many people use distractions. So many people use drugs or they become so busy or they lose themselves trying to find themselves. And it's like a big irony, 
But I don't think it's a mistake that you did the work, you met yourself and you're like, Hey, Hey self, we got to get ourselves through some shit. And then the universe like delivered all of these things that were so aligned for you on like a silver freaking platter. Yeah. Like that's so serendipitous. Yeah. Here's your next step. Oh, it's the coffee shop. You couldn't, you couldn't have planned that better. Cause how would you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I we're, agree. we're so good. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so that leads us then to, um, one, I think that's a big theme in the people that I work with and probably the people that you work with. And it's one of the main goals of the membership that we're building, which by the way, you can sign up for now and launches July 1st. So like fair warning, if you don't care about the membership, skip ahead a few minutes, um, okay. but it's going to be worth your time. So don't and do you that. should care because it's awesome because it's awesome. So Caitlin, break us down, break, break it down. Break it down. I don't know. I can't talk today. Okay. Um, so let's podcast. That's fine. Tell us what the membership is about and what people are getting. Yes. Well, first of all, so much that like bullet points don't even cover it true but we're gonna try to bullet point it anyway (laughs) um so you get all these amazing tools on a silver platter from at least two super awesome women and occasionally we're gonna pull in really great minds to help us out because uh the more the merrier it takes a village to you know that's the the saying (laughs) Takes a village to raise a human, and it takes a village to raise your skill set. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we all have things that we're really good at. And I'm um, super big on knowing when to bow out and say, like, that's not my, that's not no. what I, that's not, I'm not that's an expert. Not my zone of genius. Yes. So let me pull another genius in. Um, so you'll get all kinds of access to really brilliant and passionate people and minds. Um, We are going to be covering the whole ecosystem of you. Um, Your body, your mind, your soul, um, and how it moves around in the world and interacts with other people and helps to get you through your life. Um, So really just trying to help you love your body, feel good in your body, set boundaries with people, um, learn how to make yourself happy, prioritize your self-care. We're going to help you set up some sustainable self-care um, so that, as you've heard, there's a domino effect mm-hmm. of prioritizing your self-worth, of just growing into a person that is fully living their best daggone life. Yeah. Yes. So when we were talking about it and y'all, we went back and forth on a lot of names and we just kept coming back to like the most simple, like, what do we want to help people do? We want to help people live their best damn life. So perhaps people have seen the quote where it's like, visualize your best self and start showing up as them, which is pretty good advice, right? But people don't know what they don't know. And so our goal, our hope and dream is to give people a step-by-step here is how you start showing up as that person. Because obviously if we all knew how to show up as our best selves, we'd do it. We would do it. We wouldn't need this, right? Sometimes it's a knowledge gap. Sometimes it's a skills gap and sometimes it's a practice gap. So we're actually going to hit all three. We're going to show you the way we're going to help you personalize it through 
Q&A sessions. We'll have different experts come in because sometimes people need help with financial stability or um, movement or, hey, you know, I move okay, but my body's not super mobile or yeah, yeah, I'm really strong, but I have no mobility or I'm really good at boundaries at work, but I'm really not good at boundaries with family members or friends. Um, so we're going to be hitting, like you said, the ecosystem and we'll have a quarterly book club. So like any kind of self-growth personal development book, it won't always necessarily be, you know, like personal development. There's a lot of business books that I have found are very personal development. Um, so we're going to be pulling those in. And I actually would love to have some of the members do trainings because they'll have their own zone of genius, right? Like so fun. So it is a whole community. Exactly. And as you just mentioned, some of the members, we want you to participate. We want you to support one another. We want to provide a place where you have backup, where you have a hype team, where you can relate to people going through the same, you know, areas of growth as you, where you can like cheer someone on. Um, so yeah. it's, it's not just you like behind the screen silent. I mean, lurking. I mean, you can lurk too. You That's lurk. fine. You can lurk, but we hope that maybe you like start lurking and then like you cheer somebody on here and there. So yeah, one of the main goals and um, anyone who knows me like personally, and if you don't know me personally, like message me on Instagram, I'm super fun. But if you, if you know me personally, you'll know like one of my strengths as a human, and this is why I'm so excited about this community is building community. Like I have worked really hard to ride or die for the people in my life that support me and that I support. And that's why it's so fun to do this with a team member. So it's like, if I were doing it alone and I'm preaching community, that's kind of out of alignment, right? So having a partner and y'all like, we're going to dig a little more into Caitlin and, and we'll wrap up like, what's the community about? But it's cool to have someone else who's also really, really rooted in community and has an abundance mindset and says, you know what, let's collaborate over compete. There's more than enough for everyone that there's no ceiling here. There's no, it's not like a pie chart where if you get more, I get less, like everything is more, everything is abundant. So you know, really that's one of the main goals for me is like, because personal development can be lonely when you outgrow, when you outgrow the people in your life. And then you say, well, I don't, well, now I'm changing and I'm lonely. So this sucks. And then people give up because they don't have the community to say, Hey, I get it. Hey, I've been there too. Or, Hey, you know what? I'm on this with you. And like, that's so powerful. So all this to say, we hope you join. Um, it's for women only. Sorry, dudes. We love you. But like ladies, people with uteruses only. Thanks. Yes. Maybe we'll do something for dudes in the future, but currently not. Yeah. Yeah. So sign up now. <laughs> ah, so we should probably tell people how to sign up. So that is livemyhappyhealth.com slash community. And you will find it there. You also find a really fun video of us. Um, in case you want us to live in your brain more than just this podcast. So you do, <laughs> you definitely yeah. do. So we're doing all that. Right. But let's get to know you more. Cause if they listen to this podcast and they know me, right. Um, yeah. so you do massage therapy, you do yoga. Why don't you tell us like your favorite things to nerd out about the body and some trends that you see in your clients and how you help them. Okay. So my, so I'll first say my style of massage is, um, not necessarily Swedish 
relaxation massage. Um, so Swedish massage is like just, I guess like the, the pampering type of massage. I tend to be a little heavier handed and my brain tends to um, be detail oriented. So, and I love to problem solve. So I get really bored doing a relaxation. However, I will do it. Like I, or I got, Lydia will. Yes. Or, yes. I have people who, like we mentioned, I love community work with me and around me and help me in the areas that maybe I'm not the best. I'm also super clumsy. So if you come for a relaxation massage, I'm going to trip on my chair like four times. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I do more medical pain management type massage. Um, I like to help people get more range of motion, um, relieve pain and tension, feel functional, improve their exercise performance, um, or like improve their daily activity performance. Like, yeah, like you're going to just. I, like, I can go pick up sticks in my front yard now. Or I can get on the floor with my kids. Yeah, and then get up. <laughs> and then get back up off the floor. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's something a lot of people don't think about. Like a lot of people will go see a chiropractor, but it's not always skeletal. Yep. So yes. talk to us about some of the things that you see, like really some of the big cases where you're like, this totally changed their life. Yep. Uh, tell us about like maybe a couple of those scenarios. So people understand oh, I can really do this to help improve my daily life and my ability to move and exist in my life. Yes. So um, right now I currently have a client who has a frozen shoulder, adhesive capsulitis. Um, and I've had a few clients and, and sometimes like it does, like one of my clients who had frozen shoulder I helped with the pain and to make it more manageable, but she ended up having to have surgery as well. And now she's good. And she still comes to see me for post-op and recovery um, and that sort of thing. So I'm not saying that like hundred percent, I can fix everyone all the time. Yeah, that's not that's real. Silly. Um, however, the client, the, another client with the same issue has been seeing me. And like, one of the things that she said is like, oh my gosh, I can take my bra off now because before yeah. she couldn't reach her arm around her back. Yeah. And but that's like um, a daily thing that gets yeah. in your way. Yeah. Um, like she had to go buy all new bras that clasp in the front. Yeah. So it's, and then forget trying to take a sports bra. Jeez. Even us that have good range of motion struggle with that. Right. <laughs> um, so just like the little things like that. And like every day she's like, look at what I can do. Look at this. And it's just so inspiring and really puts things into perspective. Like for me, like don't take your life and body for granted because like here we are celebrating one centimeter of range of motion. Um, and that is big progress. Um, so I help with things like that. Um, I'm also certified in neuromuscular therapy. So I have some clients who come to me and for whatever reason, think that having their hands and fingers numb and tingly 24 seven is normal. Well, it is their normal. It's just not very helpful. Right. And so if you are sitting at home right now thinking like, oh, wait, I thought my hands were always supposed to be asleep. They are not. 
and they're like mid-session I've had someone say this is the first time I've felt my hand in a three years wow yeah and so he's like I forgot what it feels like to like be able to feel my hand again all from nerve compression because a muscle is tight wow yeah. yeah so tight muscles is something probably a lot of people don't know that they live with because it happens over time Um, so what does muscle tightness for people that are like, I I don't really know if I have that, like, this is my normal, what are some signs of muscle tightness? Yes. So say you're trying to move, um, a body part and you get to like your stopping point and it feels like kind of soft and just, I don't know how to describe a soft end feel, but, um, like kind of like you're like. I should be able to move a little bit further and the stuff, like you feel like a, a broader sort of like stretch or discomfort. That's kind of how I think of as like, a, like muscular tightness, like my joint functionally should be able to move a little deeper, but it's the muscle that's stopping it. Yeah. So I'll tell you, um, so if you're watching on video, you'll see that I just moved my elbow back. Something for me, and, and this may be a different way to explain it, is like I can feel the the muscle in a ball. Like yeah. it, I can feel it contract and the contraction stops and then there's discomfort there. Does yeah. that make sense? I was going to explain what a hard end feel is to give a comparison. So then if it's like compression that's stopping it, compression can either be like, like if I were going to fold, fold, like fold my knee into my chest, um, my my stomach and thighs touch and that's what stops it. Not, not, it's not because I don't have the flexibility. It's because like, like when I bend my elbow, my forearm and bicep, they come together and prevent bending my elbow further. Right. And then it's also like when I straighten my elbow, my elbow can't bend anymore because that's bone on bone. So it doesn't really feel like a discomfort. It just stops because like bones meant bone. So you don't feel this, this strain or this like ache or this lengthening, um, to just try to touch your toes. And then the feeling that you feel is what a tight muscle feels like, because we probably all have tight hamstrings. <laughs> sure. So that tension massage therapy or even yoga, right. Is really good for things like that. Yes. Love it. So y'all, if you are tense, um, that is something that's happening. What about, so I talk a lot about stress and stress management and, all of those things. Like how does it show up in the body for people that really don't understand? That's a good one, right? For people that don't understand the connection, because a lot of people say, well, I have to go to therapy to work on stress, not realizing that they're one, it carries in the body. And two, when we are in survival mode, we, we usually disconnect from our body. So we have no connection to our body. We're not listening to it. And I mean, I have, I have clients, one particular right now, who's physically, literally making themselves sick. They are sick. And they're like, well, I guess I'll go to the doctor. And I'm like, or you could fix the thing. That's the problem. Yeah. We're getting there, but it happens. So people will make themselves sick because they're not dealing with the problem. But part of the reason their body's screaming so loud is they don't know how to listen when it's whispering. So So I was going to say you little mind thief, get out of my brain. Um, so how do you know when your body's like whispering some like, Hey, we're stressed. We don't like, yeah. um, what are some whispering signs? 
Well, first of all, if you are so like heady and like living in the clouds and you live disconnected to your body, you're probably not going to hear the whisper. So step one, just reconnect that brain and that body through lots of different massage helps with body awareness. Yoga helps with body awareness, going for a walk and being aware of like your feet and your body as you're in the present moment helps with body awareness, laying down and just like closing your eyes and doing a little mental x-ray from your head to your toes helps with body awareness, lifting weights, literally anything that you are focusing on your body, any physical practice, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, so like step one is really, uh, I guess I would say learning how to listen, um, or like reestablishing a connection. Um, that connection comes through movement or comes through checking in. Yes. Okay. It's intentional. Like you have to be intentional about it. And then once you start to develop that as a practice, um, it starts to become more of a way of being versus like setting it aside. So like it, it infuses with like who, who you are. Right. So eventually then you can like be walking around or, you know, driving and not doing a scan and notice these little cues as they whisper versus when they yell. Mm -hmm. So, so let's say they've done that and they are connected. They're aware. What are some signs of stress in the body? Um, a tight jaw when, if you clench your teeth, um, I live with like my eye, when I get stressed, my eyebrows like furrow and then I get the 11s and then I like, this is a little vain, but I'm like, well, I, I don't want you to be stressed, Caitlin, but be like, you don't want to have those like 11s and grains between your eyebrows. Calm down, girl. Um, <laughs> process your shit. So if you lose your resting bitch face, you may be carrying stress in your body. Yes. Uh, the shoulders are the biggest one that I see and neck. Um, but not only that, like chest breathing. So the muscles in the front of your body and chest get really tight. So typically when we get stressed, um, we aren't using our diaphragm to breathe. We use our chest to breathe, which makes us more stressed because that's not as efficient of a breath. So then you just get on this like cycle of like doing things that aren't good because you're not good. And then thing, everything's just not good. And it keeps going downhill. <laughs> And to add on to that breath, um, something I want to add is like, and I, I just talked with a client about this the other day, when you're hiding from something, how do you breathe? When you're physically in danger, like for our listeners, how do you breathe? Yep. In your chest, it's shallow. It's not all the way because you're trying not to make any noise. So even just changing that breath tells your brain you're out of danger because you can't breathe normally when you think you're going to die. Yeah. But we can also counteract stress by doing physical things, but we'll talk about that after. So shallow breathing is a sign of stress. What else have we got? Um, uh, I'm like I'm trying to narrow it down to just physical ones. <laughs> um, I mean, you can tell it in your posture as well and like how you're walking. Um, if you want to look at like the gross body versus like the more subtle things. Um, I, I like to, how do I know? I'm like a creep. I like to watch people move and walk. <laughs> I do that too. It's fine. We're just, yeah. creepy. it's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like, you can tell, like, you can tell someone who's like really rigid in their movements and, mm. you know, 
they they aren't as lax and graceful when they walk I'm like they're pro- they either have a pain somewhere or they're stressed or a combination of both yeah um but just t- in each person it can manifest in different ways sure. um also in me my right butt cheek clenches and doesn't unclench oh yeah that's funny yeah I'm like why no just the right side I'm getting a massage today to go work it out <laughs> something I see often is like tight shoulders um, yeah. like when people say it's even in our language right you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders yeah. um low back pain that's one because you're probably clenching and another one I see often is like stomach issues yes yeah so those are yeah. like really physical signs that hey you need to deal with some ish friend yes um, and I love massage because not only does it address and <laughs> like sometimes if you just tell someone something hurts and they touch it and just like acknowledge like, oh, I see that that hurts. That can be like the most profound form of therapy. Like, oh, I'm heard now. And my brain got the satisfaction of them touching that area. Right. So magically my brain and body are going to be like, no, we're good. We're good. I got Which validation is- and that's all I wanted. Yeah, Which is um, legit. Sometimes that's all people need. Exactly. Um but massage, like, even if it's just a relaxation massage relaxes the muscles, this is going to help to slow your heart rate down. It can reduce your blood pressure. It helps us to go from fight or flight where your chest breathing and where you're panicked and where you think that you're in danger to rest and digest, which on that parasympathetic branch of the nervous system, where like, you can ease your stomach issues because you're actually digesting and resting and processing these like internal um, processes that we don't do with our brain. Like our body takes care of them. We have to give our body an environment to take care of itself. Preach. Yes. I love uh, it. And then like, there are so many other things like when you switch into that rest and digest, uh, you can get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, which then helps to reduce our overall stress. Like it's a dominant, once you like start taking care of one thing, the other things start to come as well um, to really just start to feel better. And when we start to build our body awareness and connect our brains and bodies, then not only can we hear when we need something, the little whispers, but then as you become more um, practiced at it, you can under identify what those needs are. So sometimes you're like, I hear you, but what, you know, like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I hear you, but I don't know what I need. Like I think about people all the time who eat when they really are thirsty, hmm. like being able to understand, like, am I, do I need water or do I need food? And that yeah. may sound silly, but that is a real thing that sometimes like I I'm guilty of it. I like, I know I want a snack and I'm like, I actually haven't had water in four hours. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should try that first. Or like, am I tired? Am I in emotional distress? Like which, which need do I need to meet? And if we're disconnected from our body, we'll never know. And then we'll just always be panicked. So I'm just like obsessed with what you just said. Yeah. So what are some of the basics? What are some like tangible other than checking in? Um, yeah. What are some of the tangible basics that people can do that like crunchy, like actionable things that mm-hmm. people can do to start that practice? Yes. 
Um, well, I'll start with like the least active and, and literally workable. basic, just, yeah. just so basic. Um, I mean, you, like when you get up in the morning, you can try to like see what stretch your body needs and do it in bed. Like that's, okay. that is acting on some self-care, right? Like, mm -hmm. do I need to do a spinal twist? Do I need to like sit on the edge of the bed and like touch my toes to stretch the back of my body? Like little, it doesn't have to be like a four hour movement practice daily. Cause who has time for that? Not me. No. Um, one of my favorite things to do, especially at night is a progressive muscle relaxation. So you what can like, that? it is amazing. You can look it up on the YouTubes um, and someone will guide you through it. And so you just basically go through and intentionally tighten muscles and then release them. And, and you, so your brain is telling just, you pick apart the different muscle groups tense them up and release them. And what that does is it teaches you the difference between tension and relaxation. Ooh. So then your body's like, oh yeah, this is tension. Why have I been doing tension every single day for the past seven years of my life? Right. When now I know what relaxation feels like. And so then you can start to identify tension when it's not an appropriate time to be tense. Love but, this. Yes. Um, I'm just a big fan of going for a walk, you know? um, mindful walking, you can do some like foam rolling or self massage yeah. with a tennis ball. Um, I, that's like one of my favorite ways to take care of my body and to mm -hmm. you know, work on tension. Um, you can come what about like class. more basic? Okay. Like, like drink water. Oh yes. Like drink water. Those are beautiful. But if people are like, cool, but I'm dehydrated AF 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. You should, they can't water. do those things. <laughs> drink water guys. Drink water. Yeah. And like, like simple things like eating regularly so that you have enough fuel to like do these things. If you're constantly hungry, you're not going to have any energy. You're going to be not the nicest person. That's me. I get very hangry. Um, and, and I don't always like, just so you feel like I'm not better than any of the things that I'm saying, you know, I'm a superhuman and by superhuman, I mean like flawed and very human, not like <laughs> Superman, superhuman. Right. <laughs> um, and I sometimes don't recognize when I'm hungry until it's through my not so nice words and actions. <laughs> So yeah, so. things like drink water, right? Um, something I tell a lot of people that they don't think of is take your freaking shoes off. Yeah. How can you be grounded if you always have something between you and the ground? Yeah. That's a problem. Go outside. Mm -hmm. There's a reason I do therapy outside in a field. Most people don't spend any time outside. Yeah. Sunshine. Sunshine. Sunlight. On yep. your skins. So they can do things like, like SPF. <laughs> I don't wear SPF. Amanda. It's fine. It's fine. Girls, I want it in the sun. It's fine. We so basic, <laughs> so basic, 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 right? So we start with yeah. like, yeah. So the pressure on different parts of your body, like the self-massage or the foam rolling, yeah, that is really helpful. So you start saying, Ooh, what does this feel like? Huh? Yeah. 
body. I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll agree with it. Maybe you'll disagree with it. That one of the reasons people um, self-harm is because it immediately connects them into their body. That's a theory that I have. I like that theory. I mean, I'm like, yeah. I think it's a pretty strong, I mean, I don't like love self-harm, but. No, no that's <laughs> not that. like. And panic attacks, same way, right? I have a lot of clients who have panic attacks and they stop them with medication. And I say, sit through it. Yeah. Your body's trying to tell you something, sit through it. Because what happens when they take medication, it like has a certain peak, right? There's a certain amount of energy that has to come out. So when they cap the amount of energy that can be expressed, it just makes it last longer. Right. I'm like, yeah. that's not, sit through it. And then yeah. once they sit through it, that's self-care, right? Because you get your cell through it. And yes. you say, well, did I die? Exactly what you were talking about in the beginning. Well, I got myself through. This is such good self-care. Sorry, Sasha's trying to play with the cat. Do not bother the cat. Um, so you get yourself through it and you learn that you can really sustain yourself. You may not like it, right? Nobody likes a panic attack, right? but you can get yourself through it. And that proves to yourself. And then we build the self-confidence and all the things follow. And once we have those base things, then we can add the steps. So I think so many people want to like have a life that they enjoy, but they start with they start with things that are way too high level. So they're like, well, I'm going to do a habit tracker and I'm going to, I'm going to work out every day and da, da, da. And it's like, how are you going to work out every day? If you have no self-discipline, if you are right. disconnected from your body, if you can't tell when something is too much for you, like, and they get in this rat race. And this is, this is one of the reasons I'm so stoked about the membership is we're building the foundation. We're doing yeah. it from the ground up. And so we're not starting with like journaling affirmations every day because it doesn't work when you have no foundation. Those things are like windows. They're not yeah. the foundation of a house. Yes. End rant. Love it. <laughs> Thanks. What uh, else we got? Mm. What else do you want people to know about the body? Mm. connection you know it's super stressful when your brain can't like process its environment so like like if you're disconnected from your body and your brain is disconnected like that's added stress to your brain because the brain wants to know like not only like where you are spatially but like what your environment is like like the brain, the brain wants to process things. So when we only live up here, it's adding to the stress that we already have. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Like, That's interesting. So um, by not being connected with your body, you're, you're stre- stressing your brain out even more. I wonder if that's why one of the symptoms of anxiety is they live in their head so much because their brain is like, well, obviously something's wrong because I'm not getting, oh, okay. Yeah. That just blew my mind a little. So your brain's like, Hey, I'm not getting any feedback from my environment. So obviously my body is dead. Yeah. Something's wrong. Ooh. So then it just makes up all these other problems and it Armageddon's and it damn though. Okay. Yeah. That was legit. Yeah. Um, that was legit. So like part one, you know, reconnecting your brain and body is a de-stressor because your brain's like, oh, I understand where my body is now. I feel better. I feel more comfortable knowing that. Yeah. So it's just an awareness piece. Like it's so, and I'm sure you've seen it with people who start coming to see you. Like 
Do you find that they start taking action in other areas of their life too? Absolutely. It's a domino effect. Um, because once you start to feel good, you're like, I didn't realize a, how bad I felt before or how, whatever adjective you want to use. Um, and I don't want to go back to that. And then they're like, Oh, well now I'm also sleeping better. So since I'm sleeping better, I can get up a little earlier. And if I get up a little earlier, I have time to have a glass of water before I get in the shower. And then it's just like really small things that you're creating space for because you like have the energy to do it and be, you like want to feel better because you've gotten that little glimpse and glimmer of hope and, um, you know, being like, Oh my God, this is what it's supposed to feel like. (laughs) Yeah. And while you were saying that, I was thinking like humans are so adaptable and it's really one of our strengths, but really sometimes it's a con because we adapt so well, we forget. Yes. Yeah. Um, that, this is like totally off subject, but I'm going to do it anyway. That reminds me. Yeah. Yeah. So So I don't really eat a lot of like sugar and sweets. Um, like I, I like black coffee. Um, and like, I know like matcha tea, which literally tastes like grass, but I'm in it. Um, yeah. So my stomach has gotten to the point where when I eat sugar, it's like, I, uh, yeah, I don't know how to process this anymore. Um, and so I had like a quarter of a donut, like one, one bite of a donut and like I had to recline the seat in the car on the way home and sit in fetal position because I hurt so bad. And I was just was like, it's not worth it. <laughs> the donut's not worth it, you know? And my husband was like, you've like helped yourself out of like cheating and eating junk. And I'm like, <laughs> but is that a bad thing? <laughs> but you know, right. like I thought it made me reflect back on the times where like when I worked in, a, in an office, you know, like every Friday we had donuts. And like, I would eat a donut every Friday. Yeah. And I'm saying like, eat a donut if you want a donut. Right. Yeah. That's not, the issue isn't eating donuts. No, the issue is not eating donuts. I mean, sometimes it's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Don't eat too many donuts. Don't eat Um, all the donuts. But like, to to me, my takeaway was not donut related at all. My takeaway was like, I forgot what it felt like Mm -hmm. to like, not do my like lifestyle things it's mm. like I started feeling good and then I'm like it made me reflect back on like what how sluggish and mm. um tired and grumpy and slow I felt before when I was also making like, like a whole laundry list of not healthy like unhelpful decisions for me. yeah unhelpful decisions yeah yeah and so people like people don't know right and the interesting thing about um, differentiating between like therapy and coaching is they're really different levels. So like people come to therapy because there is, it is a crisis. Like there is something so wrong that they're like, well, shit, I need this. But with coaching, it's like, things are not terrible. Things may not be great. They're not where they want to be, but they want to be better. And so it's really like the shallow end and the deep end of a pool And that's probably one of the ways that I would best describe the membership too, is it like something doesn't have to be wildly wrong. I mean, if something is wildly wrong, like the membership may work, but you may also need something like therapy because it's not for the deep dives, but it is for someone who just like, and this is, you know, when I was, when I was writing out like, Hey, who is this for on the website? 
one of the things was like, if you just look around and you're just like, this isn't it. Like, this isn't it. There's more than this. Like, yeah, things are okay, but I want them to be awesome. Yeah. That is who this is for. And so I think some people you may see in massage therapy as well, like they wait until something is so much of a problem instead of doing maintenance. And one of the funny things is like the maintenance is, is a discipline practice. And I, I mean, the overwhelming majority of people struggle with like self-care as a discipline practice. They'll do it when something is really wrong, but it, it's like working out. You can't just work out once a year, super, super hard. And then be like, okay, well, I'm super healthy now. Like (laughs) it's a, it's a consistent discipline practice. And that's, that's something I see often. So maybe that is one of the, one of the huge takeaways for this episode too, is like consistently taking care of your body is so much better than starting at 60 and saying, oh my God, I have to go so hard now. Okay. But like, what the hell have you done for the last 60 years? Yeah. You know, where have you been? (laughs) Where where have you been? Not, I mean, that's what your body's asking your brain. Where have you been? Like (laughs) we've been here suffering and people aren't tuned in. So I I'm hoping that people like when they listen to this one, they drop their shoulders. When you were talking about it, I was like, Oh God, my posture. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) But also they just literally say, Hey, how do I feel today? Yeah. Such a simple check-in, but a lot of people don't know. And so they don't do it. And so hopefully people do that. And they're just like, oh, actually I have some tightness or, Hey, like I, you know, I feel sad today. Like, or, or, Hey, I feel freaking great. Like, cool. Let's have more of those. Yeah. What's, what's up. I like to like literally check in with myself as if I were my best friend because I want to be my best friend because like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk to you, Amanda. Like I used to talk to me, like what's wrong with you, you piece of shit, you know, and be like, Amanda, how are you? Like, are you good? Oh, well, let me listen. Oh, I'm not going to judge you. So like, yeah. that's how you should check in with yourself. Yeah. And that starts building your connection with your body. Cause I think a lot of people will check in and they'll say, well, I, you know, I'm sad today or, oh, I have this pain. And it's, well, why didn't you take care of it? Why didn't you, you shouldn't have done this. And it's just immediate shame, shame, shame. And like, listen, if shame motivation worked, um, we'd all be perfect. Like it doesn't right. work. And it we feels like shit, <laughs> right? We get enough of it. It feels like shit. And it doesn't promote change because you're definitely less likely to change when you feel like you don't deserve it and yeah. you feel like shit. Like it's just, it's not realistic. So I love all these things. Yes. So where do people find you? If they're like, she's dope. I want to be her friend in real. Yeah. I want to pay her to touch me all I the time. <laughs> How do people find you? Um, yeah, so you can go to the internet and type in (laughs) willowhighpoint.com and then our repeat it for us willowhighpoint.com and then you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at willowhighpoint. So we're Willow Wellness Center in High Point. So I just smushed it all down. Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) um and I want to be your friend and I want to help you and you can also find me at the best damn life community so which is livemyhappyhealth.com slash community now one question well two questions really do you have to be naked for a massage because a lot of people think that no so um I've had people get on the table clothed 
I've had people do chair massage with me where they're clothed and you're in a chair. I also do tie massage where you are fully clothed on a big comfy mat on the ground. And it's a combination of acupressure points, um, working the fascial lines, which you're probably like, I don't know what that means. It feels good. Um, some like rhythmic compressions to warm up the muscles. And then once the muscles are really warm and we've worked that area, you do some dynamic stretching. So it's like assisted yoga. So if you ever wanted to do yoga, but don't have the energy to do yoga, let me help you with some time. Massage. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So you, it, anybody, any age, if you are like, I can't touch my toes, even if I bend the knees, I got you, we can work it out. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not just for people who are already in a certain place. It's for everybody along their wellness journey. For everybody. Everybody. We like it. Now, what do you want people to leave with? Mm, just one thing. <laughs> um, I, I want you, I would love for you to leave with uh, just a deeper breath. Yeah. Mm. So that you can feel better. Like, I think. Yeah, that'd be like, I just, if you take one deep full breath with your diaphragm today and forgot everything else, I would feel okay. <laughs> I wouldn't feel stoked, but it'd be okay. But it's okay. It's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. This was lovely. Yeah, I am so excited and I just have so many things to share. Yes. So get ready, y'all. Get ready. Also, see it in the community. Like, like I'm so excited about it. Like I'm freaking jazzed. Yeah. Right, my dude. Well, I'll okay. see you probably right after this. <laughs> Be good friends. Okay. Have fun. Okay. Y'all how dope is she? Um, again, I want to mention our membership. I know I am beating you over the head with it, but Doors close June 30th, and we start the party on July 1st. So I really, truly hope that I see you in there because I am so stoked, and I want to party with you. So if you are interested or if you know someone who would benefit from it, it is for dope women who just want more out of life. Uh, LiveMyHappyHealth.com slash community. Okay, love you. Be good.